Hey everybody, and welcome to the POD cast. My name is Jeremy Reisman. I am the managing editor of Pride of Detroit and the interim coach of this POD cast. Uh, it is going to be a little short POD cast. Um, you can probably tell from my tone it's going to be a little different than a normal show. Um, we're just going to do a mini episode here today um, talking about the events that happened on Tuesday at Allen Park regarding the protests that the Lions, they canceled their practice uh, in order to bring awareness and protest the uh, police shooting of Jacob Blake. Um, if you want just a podcast that's only about football, we're going to be recording one later tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on, on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Pride of Detroit at 8 p.m. Um, if you're listening to this on our podcast feed, um, you can just skip to the next episode if you don't want to talk about this, if you don't want to hear about this. It's okay. I'm not going to take offense. I do feel like it's an important topic, though. Um, so we weren't going to just push forward and pretend today didn't happen pretend this is an important thing to talk about in regards to the lines in regards to the the world we live in so um i just wanted that kind of thing uh set up front um as for what i'm personally going to talk about first i'm going to kind of just break down the day um and and what happened from a media perspective it was the, the only word i can really come up with is remarkable i've never experienced a, a day like this on the beat um, very emotional day. Um, one I'm still continuing to process really. Um, so I'll kind of talk about my firsthand, um, look of, of how everything went down today. And then we'll, we'll get a little bit into the topic itself and, um, my take, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on my take. I, I am, I am a white male. And so, um, I'm not necessarily the person that you need to hear from, but at the same time, I do feel like it's important for me to speak right now. So, um, so Tuesday morning, the Detroit Lions were supposed to have practice at 10.30 like they had been all of training camp, um, 9.50-ish. Uh, Matt Patricia was supposed to speak. Um, it got pushed. We didn't really get a reason why. I was on my way to Allen Park when I first got the first message saying, hey, we're pushing back things an hour. Given given what's happened in this Matt Patricia era, not completely uncommon, not something that uh, was unexpected. A minor annoyance at the time, um, but everything seemed to be moving smoothly um still and then an hour later um one lines employee comes out and says it's gonna be a while they offer us lunch that's all nice we're minorly annoyed because we're we're media members and we don't like being inconvenienced (laughs) and um you know once we heard that it was gonna be a while obviously we knew something was up first mind goes to covid um lines squashed those rumors pretty quickly with us saying hey it's not covid related don't don't worry about that the mind wanders you think about all sorts of things that might be happening and this is this is the first point that i want to bring up is that no one and the lines media is mostly filled with with white males there there are a couple black males there's a couple women but it's predominantly white males that cover this team on a day-to-day basis and none of us this wasn't on our radar the shooting of, of, of jacob blake was not on our radar and I think that that's an important point that I'm going to go back to. Um, <clears throat> and so right around, I, I, I can't even, I'm, I lost track of time right around. I would say like two ish, maybe one, two o'clock. Um, we were told that the, the team had a statement. The team was coming out. Um, we were going to basically stand in the parking lot of the Allen park facility. And the team proceeded to roll out with, uh, with a big whiteboard, um, and now I can't even remember what it said. This The world can't go on on one side and then on the other side. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I should have come before. Uh, we will not be. We won't be silent. And so it became clear this was a protest. This was a choice the team made as a whole, saying we're not going to practice today. Football isn't important today. It's too hard for us to continue right now because there's too much else on our mind. There's more important things in this world. And so three members of the Lions team went out. Um, Deron Harmon was first, who's kind of been the leading voice in things like this. He was a leading voice back um, when the, the team first started talking about this publicly. Um, he went out. He spoke first. Um, he's a very elegant speaker, very powerful speaker, um, guy that, that speaks with a lot of personal experience. You know, before in, in the past, he shared his own previous encounters with the cops and how he had to deal with what he perceived as racism. People asking him, is this your car when he's just driving a nice car because he's an athlete with some money? Um, he went out and spoke. Then Trey Flowers, who was also, I think, taken a, a big leadership role, went out and, and spoke as well. Um, <clears throat> spoke to the importance of not staying silent, the importance of, of not becoming numb to this, um, continuing to, to speak and act. Um, and then Taylor Decker came out and kind of talked about his perspective. And um, the, the one thing that was kind of um, unifying in their message was just how important this was to the team and just how powerful it was this entire morning because that's what was happening behind the, behind the scenes while we were waiting so the team was meeting the team was just talking matt patricia said later he got together a meeting with the team and said basically you guys talk this is important to you let me hear what you guys want to say and they've had talks like this before but every lines player that spoke today said it was so much different today when they got to talk in person face to face being you know inches from each other rather than miles from each other via an, an, uh, <clears throat> a virtual setting. And so they got together, they spoke in front of the media, um, then privately, um, I guess not privately, via Zoom conference, Matthew Stafford talked with the um, the media, Daron Harmon talked again, so did Trey Flowers, so did Taylor Decker, and then Matt Patricia Trisha spoke with the media as well. And so even after that, you, you probably saw on Twitter, the lines just flooded Twitter saying you know everything that they had to say um it was an extremely emotional day one that i'm still kind of getting over one that i'm not really afraid to say at at times brought a tear to my eye just listening to these guys talk and so um as for the topic at hand and i don't want to get too much into the politics of it all i want to go back to my point about um the media members not even considering this and i i mean i a hundred percent am guilty of, of something that Matt Patricia even kind of copped to in, in, in kind of amazing moment of, of honesty from him. He said, you know, I'm kind of in an NFL bubble. I'd seen that um, story pop up on the news last night, but I came into work kind of expecting to go to work. And then he saw what was happening around him. He saw the players coming into work distressed. He saw, um, you know, protests going around um, and suddenly he realized this is much bigger. And so, I think that's part of what the Lions are, are protesting right now, right? Is like, don't become numb to this. Don't see a headline that says unarmed black man shot and just be like, oh, that sucks. Well, move on to the next story. Speak out on it. Do this. Have a conversation. Um, realize that when that happens in this nation, it's not just the family that's impacted. It, it's, it's black men and women across this country. They all feel this kind of morning and you can tell because Deron Harmon said specifically it was tough to come in this morning he said that he said 
you know, death of someone miles of away. Or, I'm sorry, I should I should not keep saying death. He was not killed. Um, he was shot seven times. He's he's alive. Um, I'm sorry if I've said he was killed before. Um, but he was shot, and and so it's it's a national mourning period when something like happened. This happens to to a black man in 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 America, and that's why you know there, there's opinions about all the stuff about the kind of person Jacob Blake was. Or, you know, whether the cops were in the right and all that sort of stuff. And and maybe that's a debate to be had on another day. But the one thing I think needs to get across to a lot of people is that this was a team in mourning today. This was a team that couldn't go out and focus on their job because of something that had happened in this country that they felt a personal connection with. And whether it's because they've dealt with specific things with the police or they've had a loved one like, I mean, Tracy Walker. He's felt that firsthand, and and I again, that's not with the police, but it's it's a racial incident um, with a firearm. Um, so everyone in, not everyone, but a lot of people dealt with this trauma personally. And so for the group of people out there that are saying, get back to work, go play football. Your job is football. Don't talk. Go play football. I I just can't come to terms with that. I just there are a lot of opinions I like to feel both sides out that's one i can't accept and that's because these this team is going through trauma this team is going through mourning you would not go up to a player whose father died or father is in the hospital or lost a kid or anything like that you would not go up to that person and be like you know what your job is to play football i don't want to hear you talk about your dead parents i don't want to talk i don't want to hear you talk about your sick grandmother or your sick child Go play. You would not say that. You'd be insane to talk about that to someone's face. And so to say that to a, a, a team right now that is in mourning, it's it's ridiculous. These players are people, and that's something that, that Trey Flowers really tried to bring home. These people are people. These players are people. They're going out, and they're talking about something that matters to them, and you can argue whether it should matter to them or it, it or doesn't but the fact is it does matter to them the fact is that there is a disconnect between black men in america and the police whether that's you know based on statistics i mean you guys can throw study to study after each other i'm sick of it the fact is it's a reality that these people are dealing with racism racism these people are dealing with police brutality these people are dealing with a fractured relationship within their communities with police officers and i'm not saying it's necessary one side fault or the other but the the truth is the fracture is there and when something like this happens it chips away at whatever relationship is left between those two sides and it just makes things worse and it's it's to the people that just pretend that that fracture doesn't exist it's just it's willful ignorance because i think you you hear it from the white people in the in the lions locker room and the amazement and the shock and the horror that they hear from the stories within that locker room. And Matthew Stafford said it taste. He said, I wish everyone in the world could be privy to those conversations that we have because it would change their perspective. And I'm not going to pretend like I've, I've heard all those things. I'm not going to pretend like I'm privy to all that information, but I'm at least opening my ears. I'm at least trying to understand and, and, and feel like I, I, I'm lending a helping hand in some sort of way. And so listening to the team talk today, allowing them to have their own platform, which they've earned by being good players in this NFL and, and following the rules and working hard and, and all of that and, and being just human beings. I mean, you don't need 
to to be a celebrity to to go public or have a platform or speak out about anything and, and so this is just them demonstrating that that right that that feeling that we all have i mean we all love social media we all like to get on and, and, and spout our opinions so that's all that these people are doing and for anyone to say they should go back to work and forget about it is is being willfully ignorant they're being mean-spirited they're being dishonest to themselves because they know if they had something that they were so passionate about they wouldn't stop for a second um to to go public with with their with their frustration so um it was an emotional day it was um it was it was fascinating on one level, and and one thing that Matthew Stafford also said that that resonated with me is just like I feel blessed in a way to be able to hear these people talk to to live now in an NFL you know arena where this type of conversation isn't being stifled, this type of conversation isn't you know being shoved out or snuffed out or pushed to the margins. The NFL has accepted that. These are players that have voices, and those voices matter. And um, so, in, in in a way, today was was a remarkably good scene. Gr- granted, that it happened in you know bad circumstances. Uh, uh, no one wants to see an unarmed person get shot. Um, but we're all fortunate that we're living in a time where people are allowed to have platforms now, regardless of where they are, regardless of who they are. And to be able to hear those stories, to be able to hear Taylor Decker say that a player told him their mother checks on them after every drive home from work because they're concerned something could happen along the way. Um, to hear Taylor Decker talk about, you know, he's never once thought about his life being in danger when dealing with the police or dealing with a, a headlight out or uh, a, a license that's that's out of state. But that's something that black people go through all the time and so it's just it's a fascinating time and i see a lot of people throwing it in our chat and i see a lot of people throwing it in twitter and i'm right there with you i don't know if there's ever been a time i've been more proud of this organization for leading the way because this is not something that we've seen any other team do the lines were not only the first team to do it they were only team to cancel practice in a shortened off season like that that's a that's a big sacrifice and credit to the players who I know want to get out there as as much as anybody wants them to get out there. Credit to to Matt Patricia who, by his own admission, is is in his football bubble to allow these players to talk, to allow these players to decide collectively that let's put football aside for at least a day, even even though we've got we've got what two and a half weeks until until regular season football um to put all that aside um to be able to do that is just it's phenomenal and it's it's something that that i i'll never forget this day on my job it it, it might go down as the most remarkable day on my job ever and um i it's a pleasure to be there it's a pleasure to be uh, part of this organization in in any way it's a pleasure to be a fan of the Detroit Lions to see them pave the way like that and um, not back down and you know I I, I don't really know what else uh, I have to say on the issue or or what the Lions did um, other than it it's just something that I'm glad we're talking about um, the the next tricky part is is action right um, this was one action um, mostly in, in terms of bringing awareness and like i said 
they did a hell of a job bringing aware, uh, awareness to this issue because like I said, when this story just came out a couple days ago, Sunday night is when it happened, I was one of those people. I was one of those people who was just like, man, that sucks. Then I clicked on something else. That was it. Like That's the amount of time I gave a story about an unarmed black man getting shot and that's not acceptable. That's something I need to reflect on and I think the Lions you know, gave me something to think about. I think Deron Harmon, Trey Flowers, the entire Lions organization to being out there, the the dozens of players who went on to social media saying that, that we can't become numb to this. I've become numb to this and I need to be better about that. And I need to, you know, when something like that happens, speak out about it, vote, you know, read the story to, to give everyone the proper honor uh, and, and not just be like, well, this is just something that happens in America. I guess I got to accept it. Like that's, it's one thing that, that I really need to personally work on. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And that's why the lines went out and did what they did. So kudos to them, credit to them. Um, it's, it's something, like I said, it's just a day. I don't think I'm ever going to forget because it was, it was emotional. And for, for those of you that, that don't agree with, with the points that the lines are made, I would hope that you at least be proud of the Lions organization for giving them a chance to speak their words giving a chance for players that didn't feel like they could go out and practice today. They couldn't even think about football today. Be proud that the Lions organization would honor that and, and not make them push through trauma, push through something that, that they felt was something they couldn't ignore and allow them this platform. Um, I'd like to think I'm the kind of person that would be completely okay with that, even if it was for a message that I don't believe in. I, I truly believe I'm that kind of person. It's obviously hard for me to say, given that this is a, a cause that I, I happen to stand by w- with them on. Um, but that's the one thing. I mean, we talk all the time about freedom of speech and, and you know how great this country is, that we can't be per- persecuted for, for our beliefs and what we say and things like that. Um, and while this isn't necessarily directly first amendment related, this is just kind of the basis of that. Like the, the freedom that we talk about in this country so much being able to speak out about something we care about and, and put something on pause just so that we can, you know, grief or, or protest or, you know, send a message. Um, it's, it's fascinating to see that actually work sometimes and not be stifled. Like it has been on both sides. Um, there's no doubt about it, but specifically with the NFL that has really done a horrible job in the past about allowing players to be themselves. Um, this was a, a, a big change in that and to have the lines be the, the one standing in front of those lines is, is something that I'll truly be grateful for, for this team. Um, they, they didn't handle it perfectly in the past. They didn't handle it perfectly with the Kaepernick situation. Um, they, they basically said, okay, we'll kneel with you once and then stop. Um, that wasn't the right move. And I think, I think maybe the lines would admit that now. Um, they, they, they stifled speech. They, they said, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll throw some money away, but stop drawing attention to yourselves. That, that's not what this was about. That this was about bringing attention and not letting it slip through the margins after a while. Like it, I mean, it already has been a little bit, right? I mean, it, this year has been remarkable in, in, in so many different ways. And this, topic has lingered more than it usually has but it was already starting to slip away and i think um it, it's unfortunate that it took another incident to 
to really bring this to the forefront again, but kudos to the Lions to making sure it was at the forefront and not something that would just be yesterday's news in, in 24 hour. Like it, it really threatened to be, because like I said, I wasn't the only one that had no idea this was coming. That when, when it became very clear that something serious was going on and practice was probably getting canceled, no one thought that the, this was about because we kept forgetting about it because we kept letting it slip through the margins. And so with that, I think I'm going to kind of close out things here and, and say to the Detroit Lions, I, I appreciate the opportunity you gave the players today. I appreciate you allowing them to be themselves. I appreciate the fact that, that maybe you, you've thought about past mistakes that the, the franchise has made and, and corrected those. And I just hope that that sort of stuff continues. I know you guys already do phenomenal things in the community that, that get overlooked every day, every week. Um, I would just hope that you continue to keep the players at the forefront of that and you continue to work on community relations with the police, with each other, um, because I do believe that there is hope for this world and I do believe that people can get along in, in harmony as long as we just kind of keep an open ear to each other and listen to each other. And part of that is just allowing ourselves to speak in public places. And um, I'm going to try to do the same with people that disagree with me, with people that agree with me. Um, keep an open ear. Everyone comes with their own perspective, their own journey, their own struggles that they go through. And so that's, I guess that's a message I leave with you, you all. Please keep an open ear. Please keep an open mind. If your immediate reaction to someone's opinion or someone's actions is anger and fear and hatred, please take an extra moment to take a deep breath. Think about it. Come at that person you know, you can disagree with them. Just try not to come with it with hate. And that's why I've been ending every prod podcast for the last couple months with the same thing. And I'm going to end this one the same. It's chaos out there. Please be kind. Okay.